0: Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Time for our monthly insurance slot with Paul Kavanaugh of McCarthy Insurance Group joining me. Good morning to you, Paul oh he's gone he was there a moment ago and he's just disappeared okay well we will get John back on or get Paul back on the line and actually I can just see a question coming in with regard to NCT's And it's an interesting one on if somebody fails an NCT test. So I'll put that question uh, to Paul. So while we're waiting for Paul to come in, uh, come on. John, one of our listeners says, Patricia, the staff at CUH are wonderful, but they are under enormous pressure. The hospital is overwhelmed and staff are leaving because of understaffing and stress, particularly in the A&E department, uh, says uh, John. Yeah, and we have a big, big worry about the amount of young people that young nurses and doctors who literally are going and they're going to places like Australia who are recruiting hard to get Irish medical staff can I say because our staff are so highly trained and they're much sor- sought after around the world so it's, it's certainly a problem going forward that we need to uh, sort out. Paul Kavana. Uh, fingers crossed you'll be on the end of this phone line from McCarthy Insurance Group. Good morning Paul.
1: Good morning, Hi, sorry, and no, apologies, there? there OK, <laughs> now,
0: we were talking about NCTs on the programme earlier on and people having problems getting NCT, but that prompted mm-hmm. James and Cloyne uh, when he knew you were joining us on the programme to say... Um, wh- If a car fails an NCT test and you're handed the keys back and you're told what's wrong with the car uh, and then you drive off, there's a sticker sometimes placed on the car saying that the car isn't safe to drive. But obviously you've got to get it from the NCT centre to get it to the garage to sort out the problem with it. John, James is wondering, does that cause problems for your insurance if, God forbid, something happened on the way home while you were going to the garage to get it sorted?
1: Well, it would cause problems for your insurance. If I have not come across it, Patricia, to be honest with you, okay. I've come across small items happening like the, um, the wipers, lights and bits and pieces like that. So they would be no problem. You're given time to go and get them done. However, if it's a serious problem like ball tires or the handbrake not working or the brakes malfunctioning, then I'd say you have a problem because you have a duty of care under every insurance policy, under the Road Traffic Act, to make sure that your car is safe on the road.
0: You shouldn't so be waiting. You shouldn't w- be waiting for your NCT to tell you if there's something wrong with your car.
1: Well, that's number one, and I know a number of people do that. But th- really, if your handbrake is not working or your tyres are not are are bald, sorry, uh, there is no justification, and the insurers would take a very hard line on that. Okay. Now, so as be- I pointed out to John Paul, there's a thing called the Road Traffic Act that we all. Uh, Abide by under, they're the rules that we abide by, and, and they say that your vehicle should be in a roadworthy condition. Now, if anything, if there was an accident, and as to give some relief here, uh, the Motor Insurance Bureau, if the insurance company decided that they weren't paying for the accident, the damage done, or the injuries caused, then the Motor Insurance Bureau would step in. But um, you, the, what, the, what your own insurer would probably do is not cover the car itself or you. So uh, the main advice here is to make sure that if you've got a defective car, do not take it t- t- there in the first place. Hmm.
0: It's just in case you ended up, as as James said, in an accident on the way home. OK, and then if, God forbid, you did end up in an accident, we want to talk uh, today a little bit about um, an excess on a claim, be that for car insurance or indeed be it for house insurance. Can you just explain what that Again, or uh, what it means?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Patricia. And it seems to be the word that, uh, you know, I, I suppose... W- the government have said to the insurance companies, we need we need more plain English. So we're we're trying to explain these things to people. So the excess is the amount that you have to pay, the amount that you are responsible for in a claim. So if you have an excess of 300 euros on your car policy, which is fairly standard and the same on a house policy, then you're responsible for that amount yourself. So if the claim for damage to your car was 5,000. Then they would deduct the 300 euros, and you get 4,700. The same in a household claim. If your claim was for 5,000 and you had a 300 excess, then you would get 4,700. Now, where I am raising this as a major issue is I have come across excesses as high as 2,000 euros. Because uh, if
0: if the higher the excess, the idea is the lower the premium,
1: is it? Correct. Now you have it. And people are being duped into this. Uh, I mean, it's something that we want to, in McCarthy's, absolutely. And we're advising people beyond the, beyond the guard. I looked at a policy yesterday, where the the client said to me, "Oh, I can get this premium cheaper." And when we looked into the cover he was being afforded by his new insurer and his excess, I said to him, "You're you're out. I, the reason you're out in money here is because you're taking a high excess. You've no protective bonus, and you can't drive anyone else's car." So you got to compare like with like, and it's a, it's a word of caution, and it's the same in household policies, uh, to make sure that you, if if you are taking a higher excess, then that you know that you're taking it, and that you know what will happen. In the event of a claim, because we all believe nothing's going to happen, and great, and we're all fingers crossed that nothing does happen. But if it does happen, It's when things that go wrong. A, a, it's when things go wrong. Downfall.
0: Okay, and talk us through: if God forbid you have that dreaded car accident, what people are entitled to?
1: Well, the, the first thing, look, what that dreadful accident down in uh, in Yall, Uh, uh, in the early hours of yesterday, Sunday night, yesterday morning, I mean, God forbid, if anything happens, you have to try and make sure that the cars are safe, that you're not causing a major problem on the road. So you need to be seen. So there is no law in this country that says that you have to have a triangle, like you have to have uh, a safety triangle in the boot of your car in most European countries. And I think the government needs to step in here uh, and bring about some more safety measures uh, we, we, I think we've seen recently people driving in the hard shoulder and things like that. That's crazy because the hard shoulder is where you need to get the car into if there's been an accident. So the first thing that you do if in the event of an accident, I always say to people, well, first of all, is there someone injured? If there's someone injured, you ring 999 immediately, no matter what. So that's the ambulance, the ambulance. The fire crew and the guardy need to be there. If there's somebody injured, they'll need to get that person out of the car, and you need to explain what what happened and what's wrong. The second thing is, are you causing a major incident out on the road, right? And if and if it is, I, my first advice is you take photographs of 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 all the cars and their positions, so that at least uh, something can be done when the guardy arrive. That they're not, you know, looking at a scene where the cars have been moved and they don't know what's after happening. So they're the most important things. If someone is injured, uh, talk to the other people and just see what they feel about the accident. And most importantly, if there's witnesses or CCTV in the area, then you need to know that yourself. So don't go away from the scene of the accident not knowing exactly where you were, what happened and who was there
0: okay and you um young drivers who modify their cars uh, paul uh, yeah. we've had a couple of questions in about this particularly from the parents of young boys and girls do it uh, do it as well but worried about the uh, their insurance if the car has been modified now you're the, you're hearing stories about
1: this i'm hearing i'm hearing stories about this uh, i'm actually trying to help and assist a person in waterford at the moment who's in serious trouble with an she was insured. for Her son was insured with an insurance company, directly, very reputable insurance company. And he put uh, one of these exhausts on his car. He wrote off his car uh, himself. Thankfully, there was no one else involved, so there's no other claim. But the insurance company, let alone, wouldn't pay his claim. They actually cancelled his policy. So he basically had no insurance, and now he's in a very Serious situation that it will be very difficult for that young lad to get insurance again because that will have to be declared. Has an insurance company ever cancelled your policy?
0: And and if the, the, a young person or any person decides to modify the car, can you do it and then notify the insurance company and then you'll be well,
1: covered? Well, I think that's that that's where that's the only advice that I can give. That the, first of all, if if it's enhancing. The the, the the vehicle if it's enhancing the speed or the performance of the vehicle then it's an absolute no no I'm telling I'm telling the listeners that now for a fact that's a no no if it's in, and and we hear them and we know of them they're putting chips into cars etc they're an absolute no no so parents you need to talk to your son or yeah. daughter in okay. relation to that if it's just um, I know they blank out the they black out the back windows and things like that and the the guardy take a dim view of that and are pulling cars on that and telling people, you know, to get that fixed. And, and they're, they're a no-no as well.
0: Yeah, but the, uh, but the, 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 the big one is it's your insurance. You don't want to be driving around and, and your insurance is, is not valid.
1: Well, number one, not valid. Number two, the consequences for the future. Yeah, the future yeah, that's of a that point.
0: person that's a good point and it's only once, God forbid something happens something goes wrong that they find out okay uh, we're always never have enough time for you Paul now I know uh, we are going to talk about it and we'll do it next month uh, particularly in the lead up to Christmas, Christmas. Uh, advi- advice around uh, people buying scramblers and e-scooters you need to yes. be very very careful we'll do that next month Paul as always pleasure to talk to you thank you for that thank you Patricia and thanks for joining us that's Paul Bye-bye. McCarthy from Macar- Paul Kavanagh from McCarthy Insurance Group